Hello, welcome to the Casual Tryhard Emergency Podcast. This is not a test. Repeat, this is not a test. The MPL is burning. Help. <laughs> so I'm Brian. And I'm James. And some things happened today. Yeah, it was crazy. We figured we'd do a, a short little uh, newsreel type episode um, to talk about some of this stuff. And we'll throw this out quick before we get our regular episode out. This will be unedited, so we will sound slightly less smart than usual. But yep. that is that is fine. We're, we're not really that smart, so that's fine. So uh, let's kind of refresh everyone on what the MPL is. Yeah, so the Magic Pro League, the MPL, is uh, a group of professional Magic players that uh, Wizards of the Coast has hired to represent the game, play at all their highest levels. It's basically who they're sponsoring, right? Yeah. Um, there's also, not only are they invited to all of their uh, like high-level tournaments, um, but last week they also started the actual league, where there's like competitive league play week-to-week between all these players. Yeah, and apparently the, the prize for that is uh, a buy into day two of a Mythic Championship. Oh, wow. Yeah, something like that. It was something absurd. That's pretty nuts. So these these players in the Mythic Championship and the Mythic uh, Pro League, mm-hmm. Magic Pro League, I'm sorry, they, yep. um, they had two types of contracts. Yep. They had contracts that they signed just to be kind of ambassadors of the game. Yep. And that was kind of at one level. And they had another level of contract to be an ambassador, plus they had to stream for 30 or 40 hours a week. I mean, yeah. it's only 20. But they had to stream. It was a bunch. Yeah, they had to stream. As well as, you know, just be a decent citizen. Yeah. So being a decent citizen has proven to be difficult for some people. Uh, yeah. So it started with uh, Owen Turtonwald, right? Yeah. At the Mythic Championship 1 or 2? Uh, it was right before the Invitational. Right before the Invitational. Yeah. Uh, he was scheduled to be there and then he... Was told he not to attend, right? Wasn't. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't there and there was nothing that really came out. Yeah. It was like the day before. Four, I believe, or yeah. like two days before. They called uh, Brian David Marshall and were yep. like, hey, do you want to like jam some marina? Yep. And he was like, sure. Absolutely. Do I still get paid if I lose? And they were like, you do. Yep. And he was like, <laughs> I'll take free yep. money. I'll do this. So apparently it came out after the fact that uh, Owen was uh, sexually harassing perhaps uh, Watsy's staff or like female attendants to the con or like cosplayers or something yeah i never got like a really good explanation of exactly what happened um i heard general sleaziness towards some people yeah um i don't think there were any names i don't think there was any like particular incidents that were cited um but just general weirdness yeah and they were like hey we're paying you to do this to represent our brand right we don't want general weirdness right so don't represent our brand anymore. Right. And he kind of went away. And I don't yep. think he's been, I don't think he's been like banned, but I don't know if he was at the, at the at Mythic Championship 2. I don't know if he was there. I didn't hear his name once. Yeah, I don't really remember. So I, I don't guess. know if he's been like officially banned. I've not seen anything. Well, they didn't like revoke his Hall of Fame status, right? Or his DCI. No. Yeah. So I don't know really, but he just wasn't mentioned. Yeah. Right. So I don't know like if he didn't attend. Oh. Or if he, like... I mean, if he was Hall of Fame, he's got an open invite, so maybe yeah. he just chose not to attend. Yeah. I don't know. So there was that. So yeah. he went away and was replaced by... I don't know who. Was it Autumn? I think Autumn Burchett uh, was was newly added before okay. the... the What are they? The splits or what they call it? They're calling the seasons of the MPL. Okay. So Autumn Burchett was added... Uh, 
just before last week, basically. Okay. And then Mythic Championship 2. Yep. Um, Yuya Watanabe had some sleeve issues. Oh, say it ain't so. Yeah, it was not good. So apparently in like round 12, he switched from the sleeves that he brought right. to Gideon sleeves provided by like... Yeah, he had uh, run into some what he claimed were some uh, deck randomization issues where um, cards were sticking and they weren't shuffling very well. Uh Um, So he went to whatever vendor was at the event. Now, I'm going to rewind for a second and say that Mythic Championships slash Pro Tours, like they used to be Pro Tours, um, they're not like a Grand Prix. They don't have, you know, 10 different vendors there all slinging stuff. Well, this one was because it had a Grand Prix. Oh, that's right. Prix. It was it had a Grand, Grand, Prix. Grand Prix like right beside it. Yeah, you're right. Okay, never mind. So they he went somewhere and he bought some sleeves. Yeah, got some sleeves. And apparently after round like 13, he got deck checked. And yeah, he got 14. deck checked the next round and everything was fine. And then he got deck checked again and they told him everything was fine. And then he drew, drew. into top eight. And they did another deck check and found all of his Tron lands were marked. Well, not quite all of them. It was like three, three of the four mines or something. Yeah. And it was, and they were all, there was, there were marks on most of the Tron lands. Yeah. And they were all like in different spots. So like all the Urza's mines were in one spot. All mm-hmm. the Urza's towers were in a different spot. Yeah. yeah. And, but it wasn't quite all of them, but yeah, it was, yeah. it was, a you know, three of the four right. or like 10 of the 12 or something. Yeah. And so he was DQ'd from that tournament. Yep. And Wizards then, according to their statement, went back and watched a bunch of on-camera matches. Yeah. From uh, the last little bit of, uh, uh, from recently. Yep. And swung the biggest banhammer possible, I think. Uh, yeah, they revoked his Hall of Fame membership. They kicked him out of the MPL. They gave him a 30-month DCI ban? Yeah. I mean, and he's been a pillar of, like, the Japanese magic community forever. That's the important thing to state here, is he has been a pillar of the community. Like, he is the person everybody looks up to. Yeah, and he is, you know, you know, I think that even LSV said he was clearly one of the top five yeah. magic players of all time, but... Now, basically, this calls everything into question. Yeah. And now, if they went back, and unfortunately, they haven't, like, put out what their proof is. Right. So, like, it's not like they're—it's not—they've not given us clips of, okay, look at—look at at his sleeves here, or look at how he, like, kind of drew something in a a weird way um, from previous uh, events. But they basically kind of implied they were able to see things. Yeah. Which is not good. Yeah. So Yuya has gone away yep. from the uh, Magic Pro League. Yes. Um, and away from Magic for a while. Uh, Thirty months. Which is super sad. Like, yeah. Like it, it's really not good. Um, and then we have um, uh, today's development, which is Jerry Thompson quit. Uh, yeah, like of his own volition. He was just like, yeah, I'm off it. Yeah. Um, this is kind of a Jerry thing to do, though. It is. Uh, he's done something like this in the past. He uh, protested 
Worlds two years ago? Worlds last year. Was it just last year? It was last year because he protested and then like got in the MPL shortly thereafter. Yeah. Um, and he protested by not showing up. Yeah, so basically they had to do... And he like didn't sh- he like announced he wasn't showing up like the day of yeah and so, well he never told like the to though yeah he, he just like didn't tweeted it out to his followers and said yeah I'm not going and so this led to them having to like do a draft pod of seven yeah as opposed to eight yeah people had the buy yeah it was just generally awkward yeah so um this is kind of on brand yep and. So uh, Magic Esports tweeted out, like, hey, Jerry Thompson has withdrawn from the Pro League. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we wish him luck. And then Jerry released a statement kind of listing his reasons. Mm -hmm. So what was he what was he doing this? Um, Well, let's back up for a second. The uh, the first time when he protested Worlds, um, there was a few things that he wanted known about what was going on. Um, the first was he was disappointed with, um, advertisement for the event itself. Yeah. No one knew it was happening. Nobody knew it was happening. This is supposed to be like the biggest tournament of the year where all of the very best player, like 30 of the very best players are going to be there and play. Um, there was absolutely zero anywhere about it. Uh, nobody even knew it was happening until like the week. I didn't know it was happening until I saw Jerry's tweet. Yeah. Like that's how I found out was like, yeah. Oh Okay. Yeah. So advertising, he was also complaining kind of about like the pro club structure and yes. like and uh, execution. Yeah, they had Wizards had just done away or just announced that they were going to do away with the pro point system, um, which is basically how you can maintain an invite to the pro tour or the mythic championship. Yeah. Um, they announced that they were doing away with that system. And didn't give any information on what was going to replace it. And also, uh, just the pro point system in general up until that point, Wizards didn't maintain how many pro points you had. Right. There was, there was some guy on Twitter yeah. who like you would tweet at him and say, how far am I from gold? Yeah. And he would tweet back the number because he maintained the spreadsheet. Yeah. But just like, the random guy. Just a random guy who did yeah. it because he enjoys magic and thought it was fun. Right. He's a little bit more than a casual tryhard. He's a really, he's a really truly tryhard. Yeah. Um, but that was how pros track their pro points. Right. Was like just some random wizards like didn't have doesn't have like a repository for that. Yeah. So stuff like that, and then also like that was not a great standard format, and that I don't know if you know he would have done it if you know if none of these other things were issues. I'm sure that just it not being a good standard format isn't going to make somebody sit out. Yeah. But that was when like red, black, mid range, aggro, whatever was everywhere. Yeah. Um, like the Glorybringer deck, um, that deck was everywhere. That was the only deck to play, and I think like two thirds of this tournament were that deck. Yeah. Um, so that may not have been one of the reasons that he did it, but he he did mention something about it not being a good format. And it was like the other thing was just coverage in general. Yeah. And he he basically he was like, "Hey, going to paraphrase here. Mm-hmm. Coverage sucks. Yeah. Look at what Star City does. Yeah. You're the mothership. Yeah. Why does Star City do better coverage than you? Right. And some people on coverage kind of took it as an attack at them, and he apologized for mm-hmm. that. It was more like you guys aren't kind of given the resources 
to do kind of what should be done. Right. This is more of a, you know, a look at Watsy slash Hasbro mm-hmm. as opposed to you, Marshall Zetcliffe. Right. Right. Or, or whoever. Whoever. Um, Not Marshall. Marshall's great. Yeah. But no, but like just like it wasn't a shot at the coverage team. It was more like, hey, you guys don't have the resources. Correct. Why is this like third party doing a better job of branding their players right. and stuff like that? So he yep. so he made this protest in hopes of. And I guess the other thing that kind of ties in with with why he pro, why he dropped out of the MPL is Wizards does a really bad job of listening to the players. Yes. And so. They will have they they have had like meetings where they're like tell us what you think we should change and people yeah. are like here's a list of stuff and they're like thank you and they shred that list right light it on fire and they just don't do anything with it yeah so um so he was like okay I'm gonna make this big statement maybe this will get your attention mm-hmm. so then he gets invited to the MPO mm-hmm. and according to his statement he was like I didn't want to do it you're right but somebody uh there there were, he said there was two players that had basically told him it's easier to make change from the inside. Mm-hmm. And if this is what you want to do is to try and make change, this is the route to go about it. And so he joined the MPL and the same like communication issues. Uh, for example, I don't think they knew that the MPL members knew they were going to start these splits in this like right. MPL season until the, I think uh, even uh, Mike Sigris said, that he found out he was going to have to like do these events when we found out the Sunday of the Mythic Championship. Yeah. Like two weeks before the first event. Yep. There was no communication. It was just like, hey, it's go time. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, not to get off topic here, but the same goes for the uh, Magic Arena qualifier, right? That you have an invite to? I have no idea when it is. I keep uh, checking my email. It's this month. Is this, is the email I got in like, uh, March was like at the end of May. Yeah. And we're halfway through May and I have not heard a thing about what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, they're not exactly great at communication. Yeah. So, the communication issue, again, he felt like they weren't listening to the things that the players were saying. Yeah. And now, on Watsi's, in Watsi's defense, right, it's only been six months. Right. That there's been a Magic Pro League. Yeah, and they so like it's not a lot of time for them to like hear your complaints. Yeah, and make change. Well, they've also done a lot of work in in that six months. They have, but a lot of it has been a little like scattershot. Yeah, where it's like we're gonna do this thing, and then there's like no information about it. Right. Or they give you like two thirds of an idea, but not the rest of the idea. Not right. the other third that like is actionable. Well, yeah, they, like they did away with uh, the PPTQ system, and then like, there was zero information on what was replacing it and it's until like, a month ago when they announced the MCQs. Yes, which we will talk about on this week's episode. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so he kind of bailed. Yep. Uh, again, in protest to be like, "Hey, I've tried. Mm-hmm. Like, I lodged all these complaints a year ago. Now I got on the inside for six months, and I've yeah. been." I'm a, you know, I've been pushing for, for better communication and yep. like, I've just gotten sick of, I guess he talked about like the, the streamer boot camp they all went to. Yeah. So all the players were required to go to this, like how to stream thing. Mm-hmm. And they made all the Japanese players fly into Washington mm-hmm. to go to this thing. And one, it was like two or three weeks after P 
people had started were required to start streaming. Right. So, you know, their streams weren't didn't get off to the best possible start because they didn't have right. this training. And then apparently they were supposed to be given all these tools and like, hey, here's like OBS yeah. setups and everything. Yeah. And they just they emailed them four months after yeah. uh the the event. So that was kind of useless. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like everyone said, Duo Standard is trash. Right. Before the event, and they yeah. were like, Duo Standard. Yeah. And it is trash. It is trash. Um, so it was just kind of a culmination of just things he's not been happy with. Yeah. Also, one of the, uh, I don't remember which one that I read, but one of the statements um, about this Jerry thing right now, um, I believe mentioned something about the Duo Standard and how like nobody liked it, like even a- after the event, Wizards yeah. got feedback that nobody liked it, and basically the response was, "We don't care." Yeah, which you know, I will play whatever format they give me for this yet to be announced. I'm assuming next weekend <laughs> event that I have to play. Like every day, I check my email, yeah. or every other day, I just like type in like Arena or Magic and yeah. search my Google account to see if anything comes up. Nothing comes up. Um, but right, if it's Duo Standard, I'll do it. But it'll be like yeah. awful. It'll be like, hey, let's play some Mono Red and some Esper Control. <laughs> Woo! We've got the hard counter, folks. We found it. We did. We did. Uh, some tweaking this weekend. Watch out, world. Um, Later. Listen for that next week <laughs> or next episode. We'll talk, we'll talk about it. Um, so yeah, he he's kind of bailed. Yep. So this opened up uh, the Yuya thing, and uh, Jerry leaving has opened up two new spots. Yep. And Wizards is passed to fill those spots because they've already started their split or their season for mm-hmm. the first season of the MPL. Yep. They need people in those chairs. They need people in those chairs. So they have, I'm going to kill her last name. Uh, it's Jessica Esteban, I guess is her name. Uh, I would assume it's Estefan. Estefan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hooked on phonics. <laughs> did not make it to West Virginia. Yeah. Um, she's Australian. She, I think her biggest magic accomplishment is she won a team GP. She was, from one of the things I read, I believe she was the highest ranking challenger in the Mythic Invitational. Did she play in the Mythic Invitational? I'm pretty sure that's what I read. Okay, I don't remember her playing in Mythic Invitational. Anyway, but yeah. like I think her like her biggest like accomplishment was like that's what kind of put her okay. on the map. Is she was the first female GP winner? Okay. Um, and then we have uh, and Savitz, uh You may know him from streaming Hearthstone. Yeah, I, I don't know him. Uh, his current claim to fame in Magic is that um, so he's a Hearthstone streamer and he was one of the uh, like four or five Hearthstone people that were invited to, to the Mythic Invitational. Okay. And he finished fourth. Okay. Um, oh, maybe I got them mixed up then. Yeah, so he finished yeah. fourth okay. in the in the Mythic Invitational. Um, and so he keeps tweeting out that he's number one Mythic on Arena. And that was actually one of the things that they quoted as like his bona fides for yeah. being in the Magic Pro League was, hey, he did good in the Mythic Invitational. Cool, we got an invite. Like yep. maybe I could have spiked it. I don't know. <laughs> I got I got ten views on one of my YouTube videos. Woo! Ten. Um and he's been uh mythic one multiple times. Right. So that is that is why he's invited. Yep. 
I think that this, um, these two invites are kind of signaling a change to the MPL. Oh, absolutely. Every other member of the MPL is like multiple pro tours, hall of fame, like multiple top eights. And, uh, then we have these two. Yeah. And so not like, saying anything, you know, detrimental about them. I'm super yeah. happy for anybody that gets an invite. That's kind of a once in a lifetime I'll, thing. You get to I'll cash a $40,000 check or whatever for you to play magic. Absolutely. In, um, my address is, um, <laughs> No, but it's definitely, I think the Magic Pro League was initially marketed as these are the best players right. in the world at Magic. Yep. And I think you'd be hard-pressed to look at these two invitees mm-hmm. and go, oh yeah, you're one of the 32 best Magic players in the world. In Wizard's statement, they came out and said that Jessica is a female from Australia. Yes. And both of those air quotes types of people are underrepresented in magic. Yes. And that's why she was selected. Yeah, which I think is, I mean, a disservice to her. Absolutely. It undermines her accomplishments. I feel like they could have, they could have sold it differently. Yeah. As even they want to say like, Hey, she's Australian. We don't have anyone from, that like corner of the globe yeah and this person has done well mm-hmm. it's fine i don't know if she streams currently yeah or, I, like, I have no idea every so often i see tweets from her but mm-hmm. i don't like follow her so i don't know how active she is but i know that i feel like savitz was clearly a he gets this many eyeballs on yeah. his stream yeah in a part of the like in you know a part of the world that perhaps we don't have anyone they don't have anyone from scandinavia yeah. Right. From like northern, like Europe uh, area. Northern Europe. Northern Europe. <laughs> hey, I'm American. You should be glad that I know continents that yeah, aren't just right. United, that aren't, that aren't North America. <laughs> I almost said the United States was a continent. God. <laughs> uh, but, right. So I think he was a combination of like Twitch views yeah. and like location. Yeah. And like, I think he was, you know, easily, he was someone that people had followed in the mythic invitational mm-hmm. so there's kind of a he built a fan base quickly right. and he already had his hearthstone fan base yep. so they could put him in but like again if these are the top 32 players in the world like LSV, are, are these really some of the top 32 players in the world i mean lsv is not playing so yeah. no john finkel's i don't know doing whatever john finkel does right uh, when he's not winning magic i think he yeah. like runs a hedge fund or something i don't know yeah. um that'd be a pay cut for him <laughs> but my point being is I think it's clearly going to move from being sold as the top 32 players yeah. to this is a marketing tool. These are people that are getting views for the game. Yeah. These are people that we can say, and, you know, again, right. We need, you know, there needs to be Jessica's mm-hmm. right. So that, you know, someone's daughter can be like oh i can do this like mm-hmm. watching watching with their dad or their mom and be like oh there's someone like me who plays mm-hmm. right i mean i'm 100 percent fine with that i right? understand like, dan williams like are there any african-americans like in the magic Pro league right. like you know we you know that's another area that's lacking yeah and i mean it, and Dave, i think that D- would, david williams david williams yeah dan williams. i work with the dan williams okay <laughs> uh, but um 
But like, I think that like that would have undermined him if they were like, "Hey, yeah, he's African American, so he's in the pro league now." Right. And it's like, well, no, like he's day two a bunch of pro tours, yeah. and like he is a more than adequate magic, magic player. player, right? So I think that they've done Jessica a disservice. Yeah, and I do too. Like, I'm sure her like Twitter mentions right now are just horrific. Oh yeah. Would not like, want to have to sift through that feed. I'm, 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 assu- I'm assuming she may have uh, uh, just muted everyone. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, so I'm assuming that she's having a... I'm sure she's happy to get her check in right. Australian dollars. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure she's also like has some miserable, miserable Twitter mentions today. Yeah. So they didn't do her any favors. Right. Again, great communication wizards. Mm-hmm. But I think that going forward, it's probably going to turn into more of a, hey, we're the... These are the people that we can market. Right. Or these are people that are filling uh, a niche. Mm-hmm. And that's fine if that, like, I understand the reasoning behind that. Yeah. I mean, they've got to make money and this, right. they're dumbing all this money in. Right. And I mean, no offense to the current people that are in the MPL, but I've not been compelled to watch a Mike Sigrist stream. This is true. I've not been compelled to watch a PV stream. Right. I think I might have watched like five minutes of Huey. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I'm not like seeking these people out. Right. And, you know, if you're dumping a ton of money on people and like people are getting 50 viewers. Well, I think you're looking at this the wrong way, though, because what I think what Wizards is trying to do is not get our my eyeballs and your eyeballs Mm -hmm. like our eyeballs have already spent a whole bunch of money on this game. Yes. I think Wizards is trying to get eyeballs that haven't spent money on the game. True, but what I'm saying is is so they're paying William Huey Jensen seventy or seventy five thousand dollars to stream. Right. If like two hundred people watch his stream, right? That's not a lot of money well spent. That's true. Right? Like uh Kenji mm-hmm. uh gets new Matanami gets 2,000, yeah. 1,500 people consistently. Yeah. And I mean, so they're paying someone $75,000 and they're getting less than what they're getting from Kenji, who they pay nothing. Right. Right. So if Savitz is getting seven or 800 people, mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. So I'd rather pay him yep. than someone who's going to get me 45 stream, uh, 45 views. Mm-hmm. So it's a, uh, but I think going forward, the MPL, like, it, it changes. Yeah, I, I think so, too. So um, I think Pat, uh, Pat Cox tweeted out, like, hey, how do I become a streamer now? Or how do, how do I become a Magic Pro now? And someone tweeted out, it's uh, the formula is now the number of match points you got at your last MCQ times your average number of twi- uh, Twitch viewers times the engagement on your last social media post <laughs> and there's like some magic line. And if you cross that magic line, you can get to be a magic pro. Oh, and he right. was like, I have a lot of, I'm going to get a lot of engagements on this tweet. <laughs> and Ari Lax was like, well, your uh, Twitch viewers being zero really puts a, uh, puts a hard, a, a hard problem here. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, um, yeah. So yeah, magic, uh, the magic pro league is falling apart. Yep. Uh, so, if this keeps up, uh, there will be a spot for me and you in about six months as they like Let's cycle do it. through everyone. Let's do it. We're way down here at the bottom. At this rate, I have confidence we'll get there. We'll get there. We're just gonna sit here with our with with our growing fan base. You yeah. can get us in the Magic Pro League. Yeah. Make it happen. Tell your friends. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> All right. 
So this is going to go out, like, this went out unedited, so... Apologize for random noises and all the ums and ahs and pauses, but uh, we're going to send this one out raw. And then we'll go from we'll go from there, and we're going to hit you up with a, our regular sc- scheduled podcast probably coming on Thursday. Yep. All right, so with that, we'll catch you later. Yep, we'll catch you at FNM.